Welcome back to Amity Warrior Basketball on KLYC. This is Jeff Clark. I'll be joined shortly by Robbie Sharp again as we get halftime things taken care of here at Klatskanai. We have about seven minutes to go here before the starting lineups are announced for this game. The Warriors come into this game undefeated in the state of Oregon in 3A basketball. But they have a... Always have your work cut out for you when you go on the road and you play against an athletic team. And uh, the Warriors are playing against a team, one of the fastest football teams in the league. Some of those guys play over here on the basketball side of things. Warriors come into this 3-0, and they have the, the ranking of second in the state for whatever that's worth at this point in the year. Robbie, uh, we'll talk about that a little bit here in a minute. Platts and I, on the other hand, Sits down at 0-3 and 33rd in the state for whatever that's worth. Again, I don't put a lot of stock in rankings early in the season. It really depends on who you played. And, and uh, you know, sometimes when you make a deep run in the state playoffs in football, guys haven't practiced basketball much early in the season. It takes them the month of December. January is where you really start to know what you've got as a team. And we saw that last year with, with our boys. Went to the semifinals in football. That was all that was on any of their minds, really. And all five of our starters last year started for the football team. Yep. And so. In some you, capacity. Right. So you roll into football season or into basketball season after you played until, you know, the third week of, of uh, November in football. The guys aren't in basketball shape. Their hands aren't there. The timing's not there. You know, and you, you play a team like a Dayton who that's most of those kids play basketball all fall. You know, well, and, and if they played football, their football season was didn't, over. Then last up, yeah, was over uh, end of October. So it makes a big difference. I try not to judge a team too much in December. And as the Warriors have come, oops, I've got the wrong Warrior one there. Let me pull the right one up. Um, as the Clatskanai boys have come into this, they have three losses. They lost to Kennedy. That's a good bat. They don't have a really bad loss. No, Kennedy's not a bad two A team at all. Napa, I don't know anything about Napa. PAA is always a competitive program. Uh, and they lost that one, on, all three of those, on the road. Yes. And so they haven't had a home game. This is their home opener tonight. Uh, they picked a doozy to have it against as they'll match up against who I think is the best player in the state, Josh Schwartz. Uh, most complete player for sure in the state. Uh, Inside-out game. Uh, we'll talk more about Josh as the night goes on. Klatsk and I, uh, not a... Not a basketball powerhouse. They haven't been. Not traditionally. They made it to Coos Bay last year. They were they won their league. Cooper Bludgett last year for Class Nine was a, was the league player of the year. They were a good program last year. They've had a coaching change. They've had a little bit of, of drama going around here, but, but it's still Class Nine. They're still a good program. I mean, you look at their final scores. They lost by 12 at Kennedy. Kennedy's a good team. Napa normally is one of the top two A teams. So losing losing by seven points on the Napa, road. On the road, and and on the road you always start four four to five points down. Yeah. You know, so, and, and Portland Adventist, they lost Norm Ballou, who is a legend coach, but they're still Portland Adventist. Right, they know? always have talent. Uh, they've, they've not been a dominant team by any means in the recent years, but they've, they're always competitive. They always show up. They're always well coached. Yep. Um, and, and generally speaking, you've got some pretty smart kids who do what they're told to do and don't try to improvise and, and execute their offense pretty good. And, and uh, you know, so, so I don't really know what to expect out of Klotz tonight. Um, other than, uh, generally speaking, they're, they're a pretty confident group of athletes up here. In, in talking to the few guys from Klotz and I, I know Cooper Blodgett being one of them, Luke Roth, who's doing their broadcast somewhere around here, from, from the intel I have gathered, they are going to try to run the floor. 
just like they did last year. They're going to try and run up and down the floor. Supposedly they have the depth to do it. They're going to try and get the ball to Jakari Combs, who is one of their better players, and they're going to try and do that in two ways. They're going to try and run the floor and just get the ball into his hands, get him in the open, in the open floor. He's one of their better football players uh, in space. They're going to try and get the ball to him, run on the floor, and they're also going to try and get it out to him on a kick out. So they're going to try and get it to their post players, suck people in, and then get it out to him so that he has a step on people so he can get right. past them. Um, how effective that's going to be, because there's not going to, theoretically, there shouldn't be a whole lot of post game because of Josh Wart. Right. Uh, and, and I'm assuming Keenan Graham will be, be matched up with Jakari Combs, if I had to guess. Um, it'll, it, it's not like he can out-athlete Keenan. He's a heck of an athlete, but Keenan's also a heck of an athlete, too. Right. So it'll be interesting to see how that works. Um, I don't know if they have anybody. They have, they have people that can lengthwise match up with Josh. They don't have people that can match up lengthwise and athletically right. with Josh. And I watched ALSL a couple, a couple well, when they played St. Anne Christian. That, they have kind of the same problem. If, if Amity and ALSL were to play each other right now, ALSL has people that could body him, but they don't have people that could go out on the three-point line with him. Right. And, and that's the deal with Josh. Uh, right now, uh, the only weakness in Josh's game is Josh. Yes. Um, and that's he knows a perfect that. way to put it. He knows that. That's something. And we saw him fight through that um, uh, up at uh, OES. I don't know if you were up for that game or got oh, to listen on the radio. Uh, Josh, you know, they were very physical. Portland officials didn't call much. They let him play a lot. They've always and, been that way. And, and Josh was missing at the foul line. He was missing close to the basket. It got in his head a little bit. He was frustrated. Um, and it was interesting. At practice on Wednesday, um, he was very subdued. And Keenan came over, and he was talking to me and, and somebody else. And, and uh, it might have been uh, Coach Nelson even. And Keenan said, you know, Josh just still is, is upset with himself about last night. He's just he's, he's upset about the way he handled himself. Not about his production or anything, but he's just frustrated. He's mad at himself for getting frustrated and letting that affect his game because he knows that's the only thing that limits him is what goes on between his ears. Um, and Josh, a great kid, um, but he is prone to frustration. He's a highly competitive kid. People don't yes. know that. If you just hang out with Josh, he's the most laid-back, easygoing kid. When he gets on the basketball floor, he is a warrior at heart, and he welcomes physicality, but he wants the call. When he doesn't get the call, you know, he gets more energetic, more intense, but it makes it harder to be a finesse player then. Yep. You can totally see the switch, too. When it oh, goes yeah. off, you yeah. can totally see it. Yeah, you spent a year with him out there last oh, year, yeah. you know, and you know. Um, but, boy, I'll tell you what, the whole package, Josh can knock down threes, um, and, of course, it's hard to get a hand and challenge yep. his shot because if you come out on him, it is one dribble and a step, and he's laying yes. it in at the rib. Yep. That's a tough thing. And only uh, the kid from Sandy Am Christian that got hurt last year is the only other kid that really has had that package. And his little brother, who was a heck of a player, Josh Baher from right. SC, just went down with an injury in the first quarter of their first game. And, 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 and I feel for that kid. I mean, torn that's, ACL. Is that what it was this yeah. year? His bro well, his brother. His brother was right. His brother, who's at Western Oregon, who's a friend of mine. I was just talking to him yesterday. It's a torn ACL, so not sure what that's, that's going to do. That's too bad. Josh, a heck of a ball player. And that's one of probably only two guys in the state that can match up with Josh. Lengthwise, skill-wise, right. Yeah. Yep. And the other one is Saudi. Is who that? Saudi. Oh, Saudi. Yeah. Athletically, Saudi um, probably the most explosive athlete in three A. Uh, it's almost no competition. Yeah. Uh, but. He's what six one? I, I'd give him six one and a half. Six one and a half. Um, so he's not the he's not the uh, interior presence uh, that Josh is, but he is a dynamic player. We saw that at Salem Academy last year. With I don't remember. I tried to put it on my mind. What did he have? 
25 in the first quarter, something like that. Too many. It was, it was as good a shooting exhibition as I've seen in high school basketball in a quarter of my life. <laughs> um, so Klatsk and I will be starting uh, Quavito, Josh Quavito, a six-foot junior, number 23, uh, Noah Patterson, a six-foot senior, Jakari Combs, a six-foot senior, and Cade Warren, a 6'1 senior, and Jonathan Moravich, a 6'4 senior. I think I got the right guys out there. I may have... Nope, I got one of the wrong guys. It's um, Patterson is not starting. Instead, it is Shockley, 5'6 uh, senior starting. So, jumping center, Moravich and Wart out there with Logan Grove playing the point. And, boy, he has come on. We'll talk about that as we go here. Logan Grove has really impressed me uh, with his maturity. Wart wins the tap. There's a throw ahead to Graham. Graham pulls up, banks it in from eight feet. Nice that, pass. That looks as good as the Class Canine girls that moving the ball <laughs> before there. Thank you, Robbie. On the wing, Shockley with it, out on top to Quavito. Quavito gives it up to Combs on the right angle. You're right, Graham on him. Back out to Warren. Warren swings back to Shockley. They swing it back around. Quavito on the left wing. Drives. Dishes. Down low. It's Moravec. Kicks it back out. Combs on the left wing now with it. He'll drive. Hang. Pass. Baseline. Warren back out. They swing it. Shockley with the drive. Kicks. Warren. 15-footer. No good. Wart takes the rebound. Nice patience there. Ward will bring it up himself. Josh slows it down. Kicks it left. Graham. 21-footer. Left wing. No good. Long rebound to Warren. Warren back to Combs, and he'll bring it up. Initiate the offense on the right angle. Gives it to Quavito. Quavito with the drive. Hangs. He's fouled. That's this, a quick first step. It is. And we'll see if that's on. It's going to be on Disler. And, uh, you know, Keenan Graham told me he feels like Landon Disler, best defender on this team, man defender. He was close to it last year in a lot of in a lot of facets. Him coming off the bench was our next best defender whenever we needed him. He he played a big part in the Sandham Christian game last year. He's really become kind of the NBA version, you know, the high school version of the NBA three and D. Yes. Plays defense, spots up, and can knock down those three pointers. Which in, which in what the what the Warriors run is perfect. <laughs> yeah, because you got a lot of attention going other places. Covito hits one out of two. It's two one Warriors. Disler on the right angle with it. Waits for Wart to cut through. Now Grove, he'll back it out by the center circle. 2-3 defense here for Platskanai. Warriors trying to figure out what's going on. They go high post to Wart, swings it to Graham on the left wing. Drives, baseline, and he's going to get an offensive foul. Wow, that was a subtle push by Graham. Wow. Must have extended the right arm somewhere. Wow. Keenan, tight. Keenan looks a little surprised by the call, but, you know, you got to know how they're going to call it. That'll help you know. So you're going to have to be careful on that drive. As long as they call that both directions... You're not going to complain. No. You just have to figure that out early in the game. Basketball is one of those sports that from game to game it can vary so much in how an official calls it. You have to adjust your game to it. Pavito on top. Shockley loses it off his hands, gets it back to Warren. Warren on top to uh, Moravec. Gives it to Shockley. He hangs. He's fouled. Ooh. Good penetration there from the three-point line. They, they all have a very fir quick first step. That, that's one thing that's that's interesting is the dribble drive when they're going here they're able to get past the Warriors it's just the help defense is there in time that they're having to kick and drive and that's why you're having long possessions here at the start and if you have good ball movement uh, you 
make the defense have to rotate, which gives you that advantage as a ball handler to give them the little pump fake, the little head fake as they're rotating and then beat them off the dribble because their feet aren't set. Exactly. Shockley misses one. There's Ford. Ford. Wart with the rebound. Grove gets it ahead to Disler. Back to Grove on top. Swings it left side. Graham on the angle. Skip pass. Disler for three. Looks good. Nope. A little bit long. Grove high for the rebound. He'll back it back out. Crosses Ooh. over. Loses it to Disler. Fakes the three. Goes to Graham on the left corner. Keenan with it. Back out to Disler. Now to Grove on top. Swings it to Ward on the right wing. Ward squares up. Down low. Bernard's out to Landon Grove, who uh, or Logan Grove, who probably traveled there. That threw me off a little bit. Missed the short jumper. Shockley with the drive. Hangs and scores on Grove. They're going to try and run. And they ran pretty successfully that time. Warriors were back, but it was still a good attack by Shockley. Grove, top of the key. Dumps Ooh. to Bernard's. Baseline jumper, no good. Grove tips and can't control. Cavito does. Disler steals it away from him. If he can control it, he does. Disler missed Wart. Drives, left hand laying up and in. Nice drive. And, uh, Landon couldn't see Josh out of the corner of his eye there. Josh was wide open initially, but then he moved away, and that opened things up for Landon to drive. 4-4 game here, 5 minutes and 10 seconds to go in the first quarter. Morovich on top to Warren. Warren to Combs on the left wing, extended. Crosses over, drives, gets in deep, hangs, misses Graham high for the board. Keenan to Disler. Landon will bring it across the timeline. Back to Graham on the left wing. Disler on top. Graham looking inside to Ward. This defense will make it tough on Ward. Ward spins baseline. Gets in deep, loses it, and said so he bounced it on the baseline. He tried to dribble through the triple team there. Well, he loves to spin to that baseline with the left hand. It's a tough move, but at that time he lost control of the ball on that spin. Covito down low to Warren on the baseline. Takes a dribble back to Covito. Looks at the three. Goes inside Wart with a steal. Wart leading the break. Slows it down a little bit. Steps through. A little floater. Misses that one. And Warren pulls the rebound out of there. Josh really indecisive on that. Wasn't sure what he wanted to do. Covito with it on the left wing. Covito on top. Shockley. High post knocked away. But Morovich gets it back. Drives. Hangs. Banks. Scores. Morovich with his first basket of the game. It's 6-4. Klatskin I up two. Warriors have to solve this 2-3 zone. Grove traveled. Got a little anxious there. Tried to get a Euro step without a dribble. One way you got to get out of it is you can shoot your way out of it. Well, you're going to have to make some threes to loosen up this defense on Josh. You, exactly. You know, and that's old school, you know, long before you were born. When we didn't have a three-point line in high school basketball, you had to make mid-range stuff, and you had to move the ball against those zones. There's Ward with another steal inside. Goes behind his back, then slows it down. Waits for Lo- or Disler and gets it to him. Disler out on top. Swings it all the way to Grove in the right corner. Bad pass because he's doubled. Gets it to Bernard's low. Bernard's turns. Finds Graham. Graham hangs. No foul call. Keenan shocked. And then a reach-in foul afterwards. Keenan got slapped right across the forearm. As he elevated for that lay-in. That was an uncontested lay-in. It should have been. Talking about shooting your way out of his zone, here's the guy that's going to shoot, your, shoot yourself out of his zone. Isaac. Isaac Watcherson into the game. Watcherson, if anybody can do it, six feet four inches, legitimately six four, long arms, a quick release, and a great three-point shot. Combs to Cravito. How's that not a travel right there? He just took two steps after he caught the ball. He, he I moved tell his you left foot, moved his right foot. No call. Disler on him down low. Disler blocks the shot. 
Warren gets the rebound out to Combs, challenged by Graham, misses the three. Wart with another rebound. I think that's five for Josh already. Gets it ahead to Logan. Grove with it, slows things down, goes in the corner. Watcherson for three from the left corner. No good, gets his own board. Kicks it out to Disler. Swings it right angle to Graham. Graham patiently skip pass over to Grove. And you got to use skip passes to get people open too. Disler drives, steps through, hangs, misses Wart, tips it up and in. That was pretty. Josh Wart with an outstanding body control in the air to grab that board and tip it in. Now this is interesting. We're pressing right now. What that might end up doing is if it's going to keep the pace up, that might keep Klatsk and I in the game from the perspective of it's going to keep the pace the way they want it if they're going to try and run the floor here. So we'll see how long the, the press here persists. Warriors knock the ball out of bounds on the press. Hatch coming in, going to get Grove a quick break. 2.38 to go first quarter, 6-6 game. Interesting discrepancy on the scoreboard, though, in terms of fouls. Four for the Warriors, zero for the Tigers so far. Pretty sure Keenan should have drawn one that last drive, but... Didn't get it. Morovich out into the game. Everson. Evenson? I think it's Evenson. Evenson skips it over to Warren. Warren down low. Povito starts to drive. Loses it. Disler up on him. Good matchup here. Povito starts to drive. Gives it up to Warren in the corner. To Evenson. Throws up a little left-hand junk hook and knocks it down. Dawson Evenson with his first two. He got that up really fast. He was he was thinking, I don't want to get this block. <laughs> There's a bad pass by Hatch, picked off by Combs. Combs taking it in, Graham back. Graham acted like he's going to take the charge and then ducked out of the way. Jakari Combs, his first two. It's 10-6 in favor of Klatskanai as the Warriors turn it over. Disler, left wing with it. Bounce pass on top to Hatch. Hatch to Graham. Graham steps into a three. Good! Keenan Graham knocking down the three-pointer. He's got five, and the Warriors down one. Warriors in a 1-2-2 press. Full court. RJ. Get it across. Yeah, RJ's the nickname for that. And that's Wart had the steal, couldn't hang on to. Covito gets it. Throws it down low. Evenson dumps it to Warren. Warren, and he's going to get a jump ball as it wedges up there. He was trying to get it off as Wart was coming down to block the shot. Now, some backstory on the RJ nickname. It's it's the run and jump press, which was popularized by Virginia Commonwealth VCU back in the, in the late 2000s. Uh, and I'm trying to remember that VCU coach's name, black guy. Um, He's young, now coaching he, at Texas. I can't remember his name He was young. Either. He was yeah. young back then. He was the hot commodity. That's how he ended up at Texas was his success at VCU. I'll think of his name sometime tonight when it wake me up. Warren <laughs> in the corner. Robbie's going to look it up for me. Evenson blocked by Wart. It comes right to Shockley. He misses. Disler tips. Evenson comes down with it. Kicks it back out. Pass inside by Baker. Picked off by Graham. 10-9, Warriors down one, a minute to go here in the first quarter. Graham for three, misses that one. Wart, the rebound, turns, spins, and he's fouled. First foul of the game against Klatskanai. Wart catches that long rebound at the foul line, basically drop steps, turns, and he's right at the rim. Such a beautiful footwork he has. The answer to the question was Shaka Smart. There you go, Shaka Smart. Yeah. Did a great job. They were competitive into the Sweet 16 one year for a team the that Final shouldn't Four have been. One year. Yeah. Watcherson, three-point, no good. Disler battling, can't get it. Shockley does. Shockley loses it, gets it back, and we've got a timeout called by Rogers, the head coach. About to have a fist fight over there in a second. (laughs) (laughs) They were getting scrappy, weren't they? 46.3 seconds to go. we got a 30-second timeout taken. 
Uh, I want to thank sponsors of Warrior Basketball, the Common Cup, serving Illy Coffee, which is the best coffee money can buy. Uh, Rainflower chocolate and florists, uh, excellent handmade chocolates there, uh, some of the best truffles around, as well as an excellent florist shop. And then, of course, of course, Tacos Burros, taqueria with excellent homemade food. You get to watch it made right there. It fires up that grill. I want to thank all three of them, part of the Trade Street Commons, and their support for Amity Warrior Athletics. Well, Robbie, we've got a close first quarter here. And part, that's, part of that is because the pace is exactly where Klatsk and I want it to be. Well, and and another section of the, the discussion has to be around um, getting them out of that 2-3 zone and how you attack that zone. Uh, and so far, Warriors uh, limited. They haven't really gotten anything inside. That was a travel. He got away with turn, shot, no good. Wart up over the top of Everson for the rebound. Can't control it. Everson ends up with it. And he's fouled and scores. That's going to be Hatch on the foul. Dawson Everson giving them a lift off the bench. He's got four. And Wart blocked that shot. Warriors couldn't come up with it. It was loose. Finally, that was a heck of an effort. Ended up in the hands of Everson, and Everson knocked it in. He's a 6'5 senior. So he's got good length in there. He's a big boy. Left-handed free throw is good. He's got five in the game, and it's a four-point I lead again, 13-9. Second time this game, they've been up four. Graham, skip pass over to Reeves. Reeves turns, fires the three. No good. Watcherson misses the putback, and he had a putback all by himself. Left it short. Missed the bunny, got the rebound, and draws the foul. Second team foul on the Tigers. This one called on Cade Warren, his first. Watcherson to inbound, right side of the key on the baseline. Gets in the corner to Wart. The wing down to Watcherson, baseline, 10-footer, fouled. Warren helps him back up. Tough for Warren to challenge that shot. Warren might be six feet tall, maybe, and uh, not long. And Watcherson rising up on that baseline. Warren probably just should have turned around and boxed him out and not worried about trying to challenge the shot. Nothing good was going to come out of that. Watcherson buries the free throw. Boy, this kid's been fun to watch him develop. Last year, dominated JV but wasn't ready defensively to play varsity ball. This year, he's better defensively. He's got a ways to go to realize his potential. But uh, offensively, he's got some gifts. There's a travel that uh, Booth got away with. Gets it over to Baker. Back to Shockley on top. Shockley working on Hatch. Hatch challenges the shot. Might have blocked it. It goes out of bounds at the buzzer. So after one, 13 to 11 in favor of Glatzkenai as we head to this timeout leading into the second quarter. This is 1260 KLYC McMinnville. The Trade Street Commons is a historical multi-use space celebrating local businesses and community through an array of retail and eatery spaces. The Common Cup is an espresso and waffle bar nestled in the Trade Street Commons, proudly serving Illy coffee, culinary waffles, panini sandwiches, and more. Enjoy our specialty homemade waffles and delicious coffee in a -a one-of-a-kind setting. Dine-in, takeaway, and catering options available. Open daily from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. They Welcome, have back some guys. War- Welcome back to Warrior Basketball. Uh, just uh, talking during the break there, Robbie and I were about, uh, you know, Klatskanai's got some good length. They've got some guys who handle the ball and, and make some good passes. They're aggressive at penetrating on the man-to-man defense. Uh, and they've got two guys, and they've got them both on the floor now. 6'4", Morovich and 6'5", Evenson, both on the floor, so they go t- as tall as they can go, really. 
Uh, they've also got Baker out there at six feet tall and then two short guards, uh, Booth and Shockley, but both of them uh, real active and aggressive. That's the Josh Wharton defense right there. Put as much length as you can on the floor to try and contain him. Reeves on top. They go high post to Graham, back to Hatch, swings to Watcherson. Back on top to Hatch. you got a time attacking the zone right. Watcherson high, save that one. Reeves gets it back, goes high post to Graham. Graham spins, his left-handed shot blocked. Hatch gets it, he goes up and scores. George Hatch, the shortest warrior out there, weaves his way shot. in there and gets a shot to go in. Warriors down two. Watcherson knocks the ball away on the baseline entry pass to the low post. Early in the second quarter, 13 all. Warriors, limb, or, uh, excuse me, Baker will inbound for the Tigers, right side of the key on the baseline. Gets it in. They kick it out in the corner to Baker. Now on top to Shockley. Left side, more of it, or Evenson. Evenson, they rotate it back around. Now they go to uh, Dawson. Uh, excuse me, to Morovich. I'll get those names right. Back to Evenson in the high post. He turns, loses it, shovels it, Hatch had it, Shockley gets it. Back the high post. They kick it back out for a three, and that is missed by Booth and rebounded by Watcherson. To Hatch. Hatch loses it, but it loses it right to the Warriors. Graham misses a three from the corner, rebounded by Evenson. Evenson throws it away, tipped by... Uh, I think it was Hayden Reeves got the Hayden. tip on that? Okay. Yeah. Wasn't sure. I was looking down, looked back up right after it happened. Reeves tips it out of bounds. Good hustle by him. There's a bad entry pass as Josh worked his way around. Morovich took away the pass angle, and they threw it out of bounds. Not going to let Morovich post him up that easily down there. Warriors with the basketball. Hatch walking it up. Logan Grove on the bench for a long time. Did he pick up two fouls? I don't think he did, but he's been on the bench inordinately long for him. He's been playing really good basketball. There's a bad pass by Watcherson. Ooh, really bad pass. Picked off by Evenson. Evenson drives. Watcherson challenges the shot. Evenson misses, tips, and it's tipped out of bounds off of Evenson or uh, Morovich. I don't know who touched it. They were both there. So some subs. Covito in, Patterson in, and Combs in. So three of the starters get back into the game along with Morovich and Evenson. The, the twin towers in there at 6-4, stay in. They're just not tall, though. Those are meaty guys. I mean, they're they're big guys. They're not going to get easily pushed around. No. around. Yeah, they're going to hold their position pretty well. Bernard's back into the game for the I, Warriors. I think places. he's meant to tire them out. That's maybe, <laughs> yeah. Disler with it. He's back in the game also for the Warriors. Disler on top. Goes high post to Wart. To Graham, left corner. Back to Wart at the elbow. Steps back. 15-footer won't stay. Watcherson saves it off of Evenson and out of bounds. What a save by Isaac. Was falling out of bounds, kind of threw it behind his back off of Evenson. Graham triggers it in. On top, Disler to Watcherson. Looks at the three, doesn't take it. Goes to Wart down low. Triple team. Out to Disler for three. That's wide right. Wart gets the bear ball, goes up. He's fouled. That's the call he couldn't get at OEA. Those kind of calls right there weren't called. Um, Wart with a nice reverse left-hand lay-in. And he and I have talked about this, and you know this. Around the rim, Josh likes to finish with his left hand. Yes. Out to about... Four feet, then he starts becoming right-handed. <laughs> it's a weird setup, but yes. <laughs> Misses the foul shot. Josh with just two points in the game so far as this zone is totally designed to take Josh out of the game. A lot of length, 
and they're willing to give up some three-point shots. Ward hits the second one. And until you hit them, they're just going to stick in the zone. Warriors only have one three so far tonight. Graham hit that one. But they're up one, 14-13. Combs to Guavito. He does that two-step thing. I, Scott needs to talk to the official about that. Every time he catches the ball, he takes two steps, which is a travel. Evenson kicks it out to Guavito. Goes to the elbow. Pulls up. Banks, and it stays. They are moving the ball really well. This is, this is actually impressive. Josh Covito has got three in the game, his first field goal. Warriors down one now with five and a half to go first half. Disler dribbling around out by the center circle. Works left, bounce pass to Graham on the wing. Skip pass, Watcherson on top, Disler back to Graham. Down low, Bernard. Bernard turns, steps through, lays it up. No good, he's fouled. Nice move by the big guy. That was a really Hit nice move. The left tackle with a fundamentally sound post move. Makes me proud. <laughs> Tackles like to see tackles be successful. I was a guard. It's oh, a lineman thing. It's though. a lineman. <laughs> Half the diesel package is still playing. I like to see him succeed. <laughs> <laughs> Bernard's the senior to the line. Jake about 6'3 and large. He's even wearing He's zero. He I is. That's I a, mean, it's nice. a lineman number for basketball, <laughs> isn't it? Bernard's hits the first one. One more. A little long on that one, but it drops in. He's got a pair. Warriors back up one. Anything you get from Josh is bonus, but that takes pressure off of, uh, or off of, uh, for Jake, is bonus. It takes pressure off of Josh when they can get some scoring in the low post from him. Quavito on top. Swings left angle. Quick drive. Kick back out by Patterson to Warren. Warren skips Covito. Covito fakes right, drives left, gets in the lane. Out to Evenson. Short on the jumper. Two white jerseys. Warren gets it. Wart tips it away. Ends up in the hands of Patterson. I'd like to see him handle the ball more if I'm the Warriors. Doesn't look so good. Evenson with the drive. Tipped by Wart. Picked up by Watcherson. His pass knocked away. Now he throws it. Wart had it. Warren tips it. And nice save to Evenson. Wow. Evenson with the drive with the left hand. Kicks out. Combs. 22-footer. No good. Wart with the rebound. Josh throws it ahead. Disler. Takes it in, lays it up. He's fouled and scores. Landon Disler took a look at Combs coming in. Used his, used his body to protect the ball, keep it away from him, flipped it up underhand, drew the contact. That was a really smart play right there. That is knowing your athleticism and knowing the athleticism of the defender and protecting the ball wisely. That's a high basketball IQ play by Landon. Not everybody here will understand what he was thinking as he went in. He knew he was at a disadvantage. There's a miss, but Wart gets the rebound. Wart works his way down. Lost it on the spin move. Oh, he had it. Disler missed the free throw. Wart had a chance, but as he spun, just slid out of his hand. There's uh, Graham with a tip. He's got it on the floor. He's scrambling. We got a jump ball. What a hustle play by Keenan Graham as he poked it away from Combs and then dove for it like it's a fumble. Keenan is long. That was a scrum right there. That was fun. <laughs> Very physical. Combs, good football player as well. So get a couple guys who aren't afraid of contact out there. Combs to Guavito. Crosses over, gives it up to Patterson. To Warren on the right wing. Bernard's on him, giving him a step. Skip past Guavito off his hands and out of bounds. I think Guavito took his eyes off it. He had that. Probably. He started to look away, I think, right as the ball got to his hands. And, you know, when you want to move the ball quickly, that happens sometimes. Yep. Is somebody throws you a high pass, and you're thinking what your next pass is going to be, and you don't focus on, on a poor pass that was catchable. It's like running with the football before you catch That's it. That's right. 
Or works the left baseline and tried to leave it for Bernard, stepped out of bounds. And this is a funky floor um, in a way on the baseline because you have a black baseline and then a big wide red one. And your eyes pick up the red, I think, as you turn and you think that's the out of bounds line. It's not, it's the black line inside of the red line. Paradell has a very similar floor design on theirs. They go down low to Evenson. It takes some getting used to when you work the baseline. Yeah. Graham with a steal. Graham one-on-one -on -one with Combs. This will be fun. Steps through, left hand up and <laughs> avoided the contact. Keenan hanging in the air and finishing with the left. It's a five-point Warrior lead, 2015. And we've got an official's timeout. That was a really impressive untied. move right there. Combs hustled back, held his ground, got himself set. And Graham just elevated, twisted in the air a little bit, avoided the contact, finished with the left hand. Very pretty. Combs will bring it across the timeline. Works it over left to Covito. Almost lost that one. Covito with Disler on him. Gets to the foul line, kicks to Patterson. Doesn't want to shoot the three, does he? High post, Evenson drives. Left hand up over Wart. Laid it up and in. That's a tough shot. He's got the length. He's got seven, and that left hand is good. Wow. He's strong with the left. Warriors up three. Graham to Disler out by the center circle. Left side, Wart thought about a three. Drives baseline, dumps it to Bernards. Turns, and he's tied up. And they're going to call him for a travel. They are. Jeez. Nice try by Josh to get that ball in. Jake just couldn't quite handle it. That, that velocity on that pass kind of fumbled it a little bit. Lost his advantage he had. He had the Logan, three if he wanted it to. He did. I think he'll take it next time. Logan Grove into the game for Bernards. If he doesn't, he'll hear about it from Scott. Yeah, you got at some point you got to loosen up that defense. Provito baseline, high arching jump shot from about 10 feet. He drops it in. Josh Covito with five. One-point Warrior lead. Graham with it. Wart working the high post. The handoff to Disler. Disler, bounce pass to Grove. Fakes the look inside. Now hooks it to Graham, top of the key. Slipped, get it back. To Disler on the cut. Disler, going to get him for an offensive foul. That's a weak call, I think. That was a flop by Evenson. If you're going to wow. tell me Disler's going to send Evenson flying like that, Jeez. somewhere as an official, you have to have a physics lesson going on in your brain about yeah. whether or not that bump should have sent that kid sprawling. <laughs> There was a bump there, but it wasn't enough to send him to the floor. Absolutely not. We've got a 30-second timeout on the floor. I want to take this opportunity to thank Macy and Sons for their support of Amity Warrior Basketball. Warriors up one, 2019, 208 remaining in the second quarter. Both teams with six fouls. And as far as I know, nobody in any kind of significant foul trouble. Uh, that would be Disler picking up the offensive foul, but they don't put him up. Uh, or they do, but they put that one up. Offensive fouls, Keenan's got to be a little little more conservative with his arm usage because he could have got called on one on that last possession. He almost fully extended that arm on, on the defender there, so he's got to be a little bit more careful about that. Yeah, they got him for one early in the game on that drive. I'm surprised they didn't get him for a second one. Next one's bonus for either side. Warriors back on defense here. 2.04 remaining. And counting here in the second quarter. Pavito on top to Patterson. Patterson drives, gets in deep, and fouled by Disler. That, that's going to be wow. either two or three on Landon. I didn't see what he had on that offensive foul. I should have checked that. 
Seventh team foul. That's his third. That hurts. You've got to get Disler out. Scott getting that communication on the sideline. He's thinking of who he's wanting to put in. Hatch. Tie game as Patterson makes the free throw. Patterson, a six-foot senior guard. Tie game. 20-20. Hatch in. Disler out. George, a junior. 5-10. Patterson hits a pair, and they take the lead back on the 6-0 run. Hatch to Grove. Grove drives. His shot blocked by Evenson. Long outlet to Combs. Watcherson back. Gives it up to Patterson. He misses. Watcherson with great defense and the rebound to Wart. Watcherson doing it all that time. Wart gets down low. Works his way. Kicks. Hatch in the corner. Over to Grove for three. No good. Airballed that one. Combs with an outlet pass. Warriors need to hustle back. Over to Patterson. Patterson blocked by Graham from behind. Keenan running the floor. Wart gets the rebound over to Grove. Grove to Graham. Pulls up for three. Good! Keenan Graham doing it at both ends of the floor. He's got ten points in the game, leading all scores. And that was a huge sequence by the junior. Patterson, left wing. Working on Hutchinson, who's a Watcherson, who's playing great. <laughs> I have no idea why that is in my brain. It's going to become a joke, though. Watcherson playing great defense down there. Evenson gets in deep, blocked by Wart, gets a rebound, misses, Wart with the board. Josh throws it long to Graham down the left sideline. Graham fakes, turns, nobody on him for three, no good. Hatch with a rebound on the weak side. Good job by George. Gives it up to Grove, 38 seconds to go. Back out, Wart traveled, changes pivot feet. He wanted to drive left and his feet weren't in the right position for it. He didn't get the ball down first. <laughs> Well, he had his left foot as the pivot foot. He wanted to drive left, and so he switched to his right foot so he could step with his left yep. before the ball hit the floor. Just 30 seconds. 23-21 Warriors. I'll see if Klatskin wants to play for the last shot here. Wouldn't sure. surprise me. Sure looks like it. They're spread out a little bit. Combs with it. Hands off to Covito. Hatch on him. Covito out by the center circle. Works left. Hands to Patterson. Patterson almost stepped on the center line there. Drives, kicks, Wart with the knockaway, and Hatch comes up with it. Hatch turns, twists, gets it to Grove. Grove loses it, and it goes off of Patterson and out of bounds. Grove trying to make the move before he had the ball there, trying to spin away from the defender before he had control. 4.4 seconds remaining. Grove will inbound. Warriors box it up. They'd like to just toss into, War into Josh. They're going to front and back him, though. That won't happen. Gets it in to Graham. Graham. Working for his own shot. Steps. His shot blocked by Evenson. Couldn't get it off. So we go to halftime with the Warriors up 23-21 on the Tigers of Klatsk. And I will be back with some scoring totals for you and some thoughts about the first half right after these messages on 1260 KLYC McMinnville. Whether you are starting a new project or just in need of repairs, call the experts at McMullen Electric. McMullen will make sure that the job gets done right and at a fair price. You can trust this locally owned and operated company to treat you as a valuable client no matter what size the job. McMullen has nothing but five-star reviews from HomeAdvisor. It simply doesn't get any better than that. McMullen Electric proudly serves its customers with pride, integrity, and attention to the details that matter most to you. Call today to get your electrical needs met. 503-435-9487. KLYC, McMinnville Amity. Streaming services provided you by H&R Block, where Block has your back. We are also here for your business service needs. Transitions in life. Sometimes it's difficult. One of the biggest transitions is when a loved one leaves us. Macy and Son is there for you. 
a trusted friend for five generations in Yamhill County. At that time, you will have lots of questions and need someone to walk with you every step of the way. Burial or cremation and a myriad of options, now including aqua cremations. Let Macy and Son walk that journey with you. Macy and Son McMinnville. Five generations helping with funeral and family needs. Whether you are starting a new project or just in need of repairs, call the experts at McMullen Electric. McMullen will make sure that the job gets done right and at a fair price. You can trust this locally owned and operated company to treat you as a valuable client no matter what size the job. McMullen has nothing but five-star reviews from HomeAdvisor. It simply doesn't get any better than that. McMullen Electric proudly serves its customers with pride, integrity, and attention to the details that matter most to you. Call today to get your electrical needs met. 503-435-9487. Sweet things come from the Rainflower in Amity. A small candy kitchen is nestled between the candy store and the florist shop in the back, allowing us to make various confections. Alyssa's Treats bakes twice a week, supplying baked goods to the common cup. The old-fashioned candy store offers lots of licorice, an amazing assortment of gummies and sours sold by the pound, as well as an array of handmade chocolates, including caramels, creams, and truffles. Stop by to see the wow factor of chocolate creations for the holidays. The full-service flower shop offers interesting plants and succulents and fresh flowers grown locally or exotic offerings from around the world. We offer custom floral design for all your special occasions and give great pleasure creating something that suits your needs. Open daily 10 to 5 and weekends until 3. The Trade Street Commons is a historical multi-use space celebrating local businesses and community through an array of retail and eatery spaces. The Common Cup is an espresso and waffle bar nestled in the Trade Street Commons, proudly serving Illy coffee, culinary waffles, panini sandwiches, and more. Enjoy our specialty homemade waffles and delicious coffee in a one-of-a-kind setting. Dine-in, take-away, and catering options available. Open daily from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. Well, Warrior fans, we've had an interesting first half of basketball here in this boys' varsity game. The Warriors lead 23-21 against the Tigers. Uh, Tigers came out 2-3 zone. They've stuck in that the whole time. And the 2-3 zone is really designed to take away the inside game. and that's the whole goal here of Klotzkanai's defense. They have given some three-point looks up. Uh, the Warriors have only capitalized on two of those so far, both times by Keenan Graham, who leads the way with ten points. Uh, some other guys have had some looks. Groves had looks. Watcherson had a look. Disler had a look. Uh, Ward had a look, didn't take it. Uh, that may have to change in the second half. Uh, but the bottom line is that they're willing to give up, especially the angle three, uh, on a skip pass is right there. You know, they're kind of coming out at that 45 degree angle for the basket. That's there on the skip pass. Uh, you got to knock down a couple more of those to really loosen up that 2 3 zone and get Josh some work to work in there. Um, go ahead, Robbie. Uh, the, the, other, the other way you get Josh's ball is you bring him outside of the 2 3 zone. Yep. That might be one thing Scott goes to. Uh, either in the, there is a five out set that they have, they could go to that. Uh, you could also just go 41 and have Jake in the post and bring Josh out. You could also just have Josh bring the ball up. Yep. That could be the other way uh, because if you run into 2-3 zone to take away the middle, which is where the best player is, and the best player is now outside the three-point line, then you know you might have to change your defense. I don't know if they'll go out of the 2-3 zone, but it would definitely lead to a little bit more ball movement potentially if Josh is able to just use his natural, natural athleticism because as we've seen, they have the length. They do they're going to they're going to hold up defensively with him if he's in the post. They have very good length, um, and you know, let's be honest, Scott. Tell you this, 
we're not the best post-entry passing team around. Almost we, never have <laughs> we, don't, we don't do a good job of getting the Josh the ball. And, and a good entry pass is not about passing the ball to the guy when he's open. It's anticipating where he wants it. And as he comes open, feeding him the ball, uh, especially against his own man-to-man, you can wait a little bit, be a little bit more patient as they establish position. But against the zone, they flash open. The ball has to get there. Yep. Um, and if it's if you think about it, it's over. And then and then the defense collapses, knocks the ball away, or by the time he catches it, they're doubling him. Yep. So if you want to get him the ball before they can double, let him and have him have time to make a move of some sort. It's got to be. You've got to anticipate him coming open. He's got to roll open, pin open, boom, the ball's got to be in there so he can make his move. Uh, we're not very good at that. No. Uh, and I know Scott's worked hard on that the last couple of years with these kids, but, you know, it's honestly somewhat of a lost art form growing up because nobody teaches post anymore. And so you, if you don't teach post, you don't teach entry passes it's, to the post. It's almost an obsolete position anymore because there's so much emphasis on the three-point line and there's so much glorification of the three-point line that no one wants to learn, so therefore right. no one's going to teach it. Yeah. It has been, it's been a point of emphasis since Scott has become head coach, frankly, since my sophomore year. It has been drilled at the JV and freshman level constantly. Um, and, and it has gotten better. It has gotten better when Kodiak Yeager and, and Tommy Jackson, for example, were the, were the one-two punch in the yep. post my junior year. Uh, what was that, two years ago? Yeah. Um, you know, we, we were pretty good at it. And then we got this guy named Josh Ward, who we didn't really need to throw it into because he'd have the ball in his hands naturally anyway. So it's going to take a little bit of improvement. And, and some of that comes from playing teams that run zone. Right. I mean, I haven't seen any of the – I didn't go to Lapine, so I, didn't, I don't know if either Burns or Lapine ran his own. But it's going to – playing a team like Klatskanai and learning how to get him the post, get him the ball in the post okay. we're with gonna, the zone is going to be We're going to see a come. lot of zone. Yes. You know, uh, because we don't have – zone busters at least not established ones i think we have the potential with with watcherson and there's some other guys that can disler and graham and grove that can step up and hit the three but watcherson's that guy that that needs to step up and fill the role of uh the the guard that can just shoot you michael duncan style and keep you from sagging off watcherson and um oh shoot number 12 i'm blanking um Oh, Reeves. Yes. Yeah. Those are probably your two natural outside guys that you're going to put in just to get an outside bucket. Yep. It's going to take some time, though, because Hayden hasn't had a whole – I mean, he's just now new to varsity. Yeah. Isaac was with the team, but he didn't. He, he, didn't, he was a swinger. He didn't yep. play all that much with varsity. It's going to take some time. Yep. I, by the time league rolls around, you're, you're thinking that those are your two guys that, hey, Blanchett's running a really good zone against us. Go stand in the corners. Yep. You know, so – Yep. And, and this is a game – where you can start to cultivate that. Well, and, and then when you have guys like Grove and Graham who can handle the ball, penetrate, and kick, um, and there's a different art form also to penetrating a zone than there is to beating man-to-man -man off the dribble. Your goal, and this is drives me nuts that this isn't better understood, but I know Scott preaches it hard because he, he and I have talked about it, and he's, he's said it out loud to me without me hinting at it. When you handle the ball against the zone, your goal is not to get to the basket. You can't. And if you get too deep, there's a, there's a, a, a tension there about getting into the zone but not too deep into the zone where you can't do anything. All you have to do is get past the outside defender on the zone, and now the zone reacts to your penetration. And that creates opportunities for ball movement and open shots. But it's all timing. And it's really we don't see, because of the three-point proliferation, we don't see a ton of zone defenses in the old form that were hard to drive against that were packed in. We're seeing one that's pretty packed in tonight. There's not a lot of dribble room. 
you can get past one guy, but then you have to pull up and read what the defense is opportunity giving you the opportunity to make the pass on. You get past the first guy, and then once you because there are two layers in the zone. There's the two up top and yep. the three underneath. Yep. Once you get between the layers, that's why the high post is so emphasized, is because once you get past the first layer, either the middle guy has to come up and that opens up an area there, a side guy comes up, and then you got the corner open. It, it it's different in man because if you got the man. Yeah. Then you're just sagging off, but you're st you still have your eye on the man. You're still right. getting out there. Yep. So it, it's it They're is gonna, a whole different animal. When you penetrate the zone with the with the dribble, they react with aggression towards you. Yes. It's coming. They're coming with two, maybe three guys at you when you get into the key. And if you get to, if you allow them to get on you, then you have no pass. Except maybe back out, but then those guys on the top are looking for that. Yep. You have to, there's an art form, and, and it really is a high skill level thing of, of timing your penetration. So you get past the first guy, but you don't aggressively attack the basket like you will in man-to-man -man because you have to read what the defense is going to give you. And is it going to be a little dump-down bounce pass to a guy on the low post on the opposite side? Is it going to be a kick out to the corner? Is it going to be, you know, a kick out to a wing? It, and it depends on how they play that zone. And it only comes with time. It does. You it, have it to experience it. It only comes with reps. And, and like we mentioned with the with the girls, with being able to replicate clots and high speed, you can only replicate it so well in practice with your swingers and your JV guys. Right. Sometimes you have to play a varsity clots and team to learn how to play against that. Absolutely. All right, folks, we are ready for the start of the third quarter in this close 3A game. This is, uh, as we mentioned before, an 0-3 team, but they're not lacking basketball talent. What we haven't seen is that they're a great outside shooting team. Uh, they were led in the first half. They didn't have any three-pointers in the first half, and I'm trying to remember maybe they attempted two or three. They didn't shoot very many. They were very patient uh, on the perimeter. So here's a question for you. If they're not shooting the ball very well, do you go to a 2-3 zone? You could. I, yep, and it's a potential, right? So they had uh, Evenson gave them seven in the first half. Covito gave them five as their leading scores. Warriors going left to right here in the second half in front of us. Bad entry pass into the high post there. Goes between Graham's legs and tied up between Combs and Disler. It will be Tiger basketball. Normal starters out there. Grove in with three fouls, correct? Uh, it's Disler with three. Oh, Disler with three. So he's got to be careful. Combs swings it over to Covito on the right angle, extended. He drives on Dissler. They attack Dissler right away. He misses. Uh, Ward affected that shot. Graham with the rebound. Pushes hard up the middle of the floor. They're trying to wolf him. They can't. Gets it to Ward. Ward lays it high up the glass and in with the left hand. He wanted to dunk that. He was just about a few inches too short of doing it. Great job by leading the break there by Keenan Graham off the dribble as he took it coast to coast and then dished to Josh for the high left-handed layup. On top, Shockley gives it up to, uh, I'll get his name right, Moravec. Swing it back over to Quivito. Quivito on the right angle. Skip pass to Combs on the left angle. Combs working on Graham in this man-to-man -man defense. Over to Warren in the left corner, out on top, Quivito. Quivito, very patient offensively. A low-scoring game, not a lot of shots in this game. Warren, skip pass. Morovich. Morovich dribbles to the top of the key, gives it back to Warren. Warren kind of running the distribution there to Guavito for three misses. Graham takes the rebound at about 10 feet ahead to Disler on the right wing. Disler back around center circle to Bernard's on the left wing. 
to Ward. Low post spins, puts it up. He's fouled by Quavito. Quavito thought he had a block there. It was a nice effort on his part. That's a that's an interesting adjustment by Klatskanai. They only had one guy stick around to try and get the board there. They dropped everybody back to try and stop the fast break. And, and this was a little different, too. You pop your other post out to the wing and let him make the entry pass mm -hmm. into the low, and that allows um, Graham to dive to the basket, too, because yeah. it clears out that key a little bit. Ward hits the first one. Which makes the entry pass easier because there's less guys in the lane. One more for Josh. Josh, six foot six inch junior. End of the year last year, he was the best player in the state. Hands down. Saudi was good, but Ward was the complete package, both ends of the floor, inside, outside, everything. He, and he was on fire. He was. He controlled the state tournament's paint. They get low to Quavito, blocked by Ward. And then tipped out of bounds. Should be off of Warren, but uh, they say it went off of the Warriors, so it'll be Klatskanai basketball. Nice block by Josh. Combs to trigger it in, left side of the key on the baseline. Goes in the corner to Shockley, fakes the three. Dribble, kick up, blocked by Ward again. This one's loose. Combs chases it down, gets it out to Quavito. Checks his feet, makes sure he's not close over and back. Top of the key over to Combs. 28-footer, right angle, in and out. Nice box out by Bernards. No chance for Warren to get that one. Ward spinning all the way in with a left hand. No good. And the ball pulled out of there by Morovec. Warren with a great move. Just couldn't finish. Warren missed Quavito on the back door side. And Warren picks up the loose ball as it kind of trickled out there. Warren to the elbow. Spins. Kicks. Bernard looks at the three in the corner. Out to Graham for three. No good. And the ball tipped. Bernards ends up with it, reverse laying up. Oh, no good, and Morovec out of there with it. He was so far under, he had no angle to bank it. Nope. Good effort, though, by Bernards. Combs with it. Warriors up 6, 27-21, two and a half gone. Bounce pass down low. Warren steps through, and they're going to get Graham. That's not a good call. Wow. They missed this one. Graham did not do a foul there. That was Warren trying to step through, and he got off balance and fell to the floor, and they bailed him out with a call. That was a good quick switch, though, on the defense there because Keenan's man got past him, and, and Bernard's picked him up. So Keenan, just without even trying to recover to his man, just went straight to, 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 uh, to Jake's man. That was a really good switch there. Warren airballs it. Ball don't lie. Thanks, Rashid. <laughs> 5.19 left to go third quarter. One more for Warren. But the crowd thinned out after the girls' game, actually. It's kind of funny. Gets the second one. People left, kind of watched first half. I'm like, oh, okay, we're going home. It's a Friday night. We watch the best team in the state play. <laughs> the boys are winless. Like, this is a good basketball game. Why would you leave? Hey, give us a call when Rainier's in town. Yeah, 27-22 Warriors. Grove brings it up. Swings it left side. Dissler looks at a three from the wing. No good. A little strong. Quavito high for the board. He's a good athlete. They just Boy, can't hit anything. He elevates well. Yeah, to Combs. Does. Combs finds Shockley. He kicks it back out. Morovic. No, that's Evenson into the game for Morovic, and he buries the mid-range jumper. God, he's only a junior. Yeah, he's got good length. Oh, Quavito? Yeah. Yeah, he's a good athlete. Dissler drives, kicks. Bernard's oh, left corner three. Oh, oh. Look good. No good. Grove misses the putback. Wart puts it back up. He misses. Tipped by Graham. Quavito comes out of there with it. Oh. I just can't find the bottom of the butt. I like, I like uh, Bernard shooting that corner three. He's good at it. <laughs> Quavito throws it away, trying to enter to uh, Warren on the left baseline there, and it goes out of bounds. Four and a half left to go third quarter. Warriors up three. As Grove walks it up. Grove wants to drive. 
And that drive is taken away from him by Coach Nelson. He calls the 30-second timeout. Watcherson going to come into the game, probably for Bernard's here. He was calling timeout from the time he crossed the free throw line all the way to when he started driving. It's a 30-second timeout. We will stay right here. We want to thank Wes Simpkins and KLYC for being the home of Amity Warrior Sports. 1260 KLYC is your home for all varsity football and basketball games uh, that the Warriors have. Looking forward to an exciting basketball season here. And uh, if you're interested in advertising during Amity games, you can contact Mr. Simpkins or myself. Get a hold of me at the district office, and uh, we'll catch you a very good deal. And uh, 25% of those uh, proceeds, the revenue from the uh, advertising, goes back into Warrior basketball, which is very nice of, of Wes to do that. Graham with the ball. Warriors up three. Gives it to Wart. They want to trap a little bit here. That's interesting. Now they back out of it. Up to Watcherson on top. Swings it. Graham left side. And we're going to have an offensive foul on Wart trying to cut baseline. And got a little physical with Warren. I wasn't looking at it. It was on the opposite corner from the ball. Second foul on Josh? No, it was on Grove. Oh, it was on Grove. I never saw it. Okay. No, they were just battling for position okay. under there. I'm, I'm actually really the surprised they called that. Third foul, though, on Grove. So he and Dissa were three each. Josh looked a little confused. That's why I wasn't sure. Bovito, high post. They try to go low, high, low there. It gets tipped around, ends up in the hands of Klatskanai. Back out on top to Covito. Covito starts to drive, steps back out on top. Shockley goes high post. They try to go backdoor Graham with the steal. Hard to backdoor Keenan with that long arms. He hesitates, drives, hangs, lays it up. He's fouled. Hit his head on the floor. Oh, no. He'll be fine. Keenan told me, you, I, I don't get hurt, Mr. Clark. You can't hurt me. He took a shot in a basketball game or in a football game where I was just waiting for him to be carried off the field. And he laid there for a good 20 seconds after the play was over. Finally, he gets up and walks back to the huddle. He'd been, he was playing quarterback. I asked him about it the next uh, Was the that next the Klatskanai week. game? Because I think I might remember watching it that might have been. film. And uh, <laughs> he walked back to the huddle slowly. And I asked him on Monday. I said, so what happened? I said, were you hurt? He goes, no, I just got the wind knocked out of me. He goes, I needed to get a little bit of a break. I was tired. He goes, you can't hurt me, Mr. Clark. I'm so I call him Gumby now because <laughs> just like you hit him, he just bounces off you. He's so flexible. Jeez. Oh, Keenan hits the first one. 11 in the game for Keenan, leading all scorers. One more for the junior guard. Trying to make it a five-point lead. And this one, ah, a little long. Tipped by Wart. Almost got it to tip up and in. And the ball pulled out of there by Warren. Graham continues to have his struggles at the foul line this year. Pavito way out top with it. Disler on him with three fouls. They go in the right corner. Combs shoots a mid-range jumper. Halfway down, won't stay. And we're going to have a foul inside. Evenson had the rebound. I think he's fouled by Watcherson. Two shots coming. That's a good rebound by Evenson. That was, uh, oh, they got Disler with his fourth reaching in. Wow. Scott, hands on his hips, not happy at all. That is a legitimate foul. It's just not happy that Landon picked up his fourth. You know, I does not look like a team that's on the second night of a back-to-back here. They don't. Oh, that home opener helps. Get back in front of your home crowd, being at home for, uh, you know, your court, your familiar surroundings, the friendly confines, if you will. One more for Evenson, and he misses that one. Wart high for the board. Josh brings it up himself. Works to the left wing. Almost lost it. They double him. He goes out Woo. to Grove. Grove drives. Dishes for Wart. 
Oh Misses the goodness. dunk. No foul called in there. Bodies flying everywhere. Covita runs out. He misses on the fast break. And then Watcherson with the rebound. They get it ahead to Graham on the left wing. Back to Hatch out top. Swings it to Watcherson. Hands to Grove in the corner. Sets a screen for him. They enter it into Wart. Wart turns. Finger rolls. He's fouled. Goodness. Josh Wart doing his job underneath there. He's frustrated. I'm yeah, honestly surprised they didn't call that a charge, if I'm Dawson honest. <laughs> it's just, he has such beautiful extension when he turns. It's so smooth that I think the officials enjoy watching it. Sometimes they forget to call fouls. <laughs> I'd be interested to see a replay on that baseline one, see if he got hit yeah. on that dunk or if he just rim-checked himself a little bit, enough to lose control of it. Wart hits the first free throw. Four out of five from the line tonight is Josh. That's good because he was four out of ten against OES. Oh my goodness! So he had a rough night. That was that. He was struggling with that game. Much better tonight. More composed for Josh. He had some struggles last year too. Yeah, he did. Not early in the season. Not late though. Wart has hit five in a row from the foul line now, and stretches the lead to five. 30-25. See if that energizes the Warriors here a little bit. Seeing that lead grow. Combs works right. Hands to Patterson. Patterson drives, blocked, fouled by Graham, I believe. That was a body foul. Two shots by Patterson. He jumped straight up, but then he contorted himself midair, and that's why that's why they called it. Drew that contact. That's yep. good, good move by Patterson. No. Because Graham uh, you know, has got probably six or eight inches of reach on him. Patterson hits the free throw. Three out of three from the line so far tonight for the senior guard. One more, and he misses that one. Graham takes that short rebound and corrals it. Keenan brings it up himself. Goes to Hatch down low. Hatch doubled. Kicks back out to Keenan. Keenan fakes the three. Drives. Hooks to Wart. Wart spins. No foul. Block shot in there somewhere. That one actually looked pretty clean. Keenan, though, knocks the ball away. Ball's still loose, and out of bounds. Off of Shockley. Keenan Graham just not giving up on the play. He knocked the ball loose on the floor for it, scrambling for it. He finally knocks it out of bounds off Shockley. He lobs into Grove out top to Watcherson. Watcherson in the corner to Graham. Graham just makes things happen out there. High post, knocked away. Grove saves it, turns. They got numbers now. Kicks it, hatch out to Graham for three from the right angle. Good! Keenan Graham! A nice ball movement there. Clutch is as clutch does, Mr. Sharp. There's a little bit of chaos there up top, and that, that disillusions the zone, and so they were able to move it. And Keenan gets another good look. That's his third three of the night. Combs to Everson, loses it. Down low, Warren misses. Stevenson steals it away from Josh from behind. Combs with it, out on top. Shockley drives, kicks, bounce pass to Evenson. He... Gives a little up and under, gets Josh to jump. That was Warriors, a really good ball movement there. Warriors had the rebound. Josh didn't know Evenson was behind him. They're going to get a foul on Josh as Warren gets right in front of him, and Scott is chewing on Josh about this one. Warren kind of got in front of him and impeded his way, and Josh gave him a shove. And that's Scott's going to get Josh out right now and say, have a seat, young man, and get your composure. Can't let them get in your emotional space. And that's what Warren did. He just got in there, kind of bodied him up as he's running down, you know, just kind of walking down the floor, a actually. A little bit of chatter there, too. I'm sure. And he just got Josh emotional. Josh gives a little shove. 
And now Josh sitting on the bench. That was his first foul. This is a calming. Woo. This is a calming substitution. Yes. Josh will sit there for. He might sit there the rest of the quarter. Even minute 13 left to go. Wouldn't surprise me. Platskin to inbound here on the sideline after it was knocked away by Hatch. Out to Combs. Combs working on Graham. Knocked away by Watcherson. Picked up by Bernards. Bernards ahead to Graham on the left wing. He slows it down. Now accelerates. Hangs. Scoops. And they're going to get a foul. There's a bail out there because Keenan really didn't have a good shot. Kind of hung in the air. Flipped it up there at the last second. Somebody must have leaned a little bit to pick up the foul. He almost hit the ground again before he got the shot off. He did. He really had run out of options and angles there. But Graham will go to the line to shoot two. He's one out of two from there tonight. Graham has 14 in the game, leading all scorers. First one for Keenan. A little long. Oh, a little right. Oh, my goodness. Come on, Keenan. Got to make those free throws. Missed two in a row now from the line. 101 left to go third quarter. Five-point Warrior lead. Graham trying to make that six. This one, no good. Misses that one as well. Warren gets the ball to Evenson. So the Warriors come up empty on that trip. Now to Combs, and we'll have a... We're going to have official talk to number 32. I'm not sure what's going on. He is... Is there blood on a jersey oh, somewhere? there's blood on the shorts of number 11. There is. And he's got a cut on his knee. That's probably from that scrap down here with Keenan when they, everybody was on the floor and diving around. I wonder if, if he didn't get scratched in there. Watcherson has blood on him too. Maybe? Yeah, so he's having to leave. And he'll switch shorts right now. With Jeremiah. <laughs> they were going to do it right there. Scott says, hey, go to, go to the locker room real quick. Yeah. And switch to shorts. Go out in the hallway, something. So Josh they'll get back in. Yeah, Josh comes in for Isaac. So two players leaving with blood on their jerseys. But Warren's got blood on his arm and his leg. And so he's got to get it cleaned up a little bit. <laughs> but his blood got on watchers and shorts. And you're headed out of the game as soon as there's blood on somebody. <laughs> Your blood or somebody else's blood doesn't matter. 47 seconds to go. Third quarter. Five-point Warrior game. Combs picked up by Bernard's. Drives baseline. Dishes in the middle. There's a jump hook missed by Evenson. Rebounded by Graham. Boy, Keenan's been everywhere tonight. Over to Grove. Back to Graham. Top of the key. Swings it to Hatch. Left side. Back to Graham on top. Back to Hatch. They go into Wart. Wart turns. Right to the rim. Lift it short. Just lost it on the way up, I think. I don't know what happened there. He made a great spin move to the baseline. It was uncontested. And I think he just lost the ball. I think it slipped. Maybe his hand's a little sweaty. Combs, working on Graham. Ten seconds. Drives, kicks, Evenson, three-pointer, left angle, air balls at Grove with five. Throws it ahead to Graham. Evenson tips it into the hands of Patterson, and that will do it for the end of the quarter. Warriors were down two, or up two at halftime, up five as we head to the fourth quarter. 33-28 in this low-scoring affair from Blatskanai. This is 1260 KLYC McMinnville. We'll be right back. Nobody wants to be in a car accident, but it can happen to even the most careful drivers. And when it does, you need the best in auto body repairs. You need to come see Stairs Auto Body. 
Curtis Stairs works on all makes and models, guaranteeing quality and satisfaction every time. He will work with all insurance companies to ensure a quality repair for every customer. Stairs Auto Body, located behind Lums Motors on Highway 99 in McMinnville, a proud supporter of Warrior Athletics. Whether you are starting a new project or just in need of repairs, call the experts at McMullen Electric. McMullen will make sure that the job gets done right and at a fair price. You can trust this locally owned and operated company to treat you as a valuable client no matter what size the job. McMullen has nothing but five-star reviews from HomeAdvisor. It simply doesn't get any better than that. McMullen Electric proudly serves its customers with pride, integrity, and attention to the details that matter most to you. Call today to get your electrical needs met, 503-435-9487. Well, Warrior fans, fourth quarter action. Warriors versus the Klatskanai Tigers here from Klatskanai on this Friday evening. Warriors up five with the ball to start. The fourth quarter going left to right in front of us. They get it to Wart in the mid post. Wart doubled, goes baseline. Push, no foul called. Gets it out to Graham to Grove. Grove hands to Graham again. Keenan slows things down. That's a good right move there. Working on Shockley. Out to Hatch. Hatch by the center circle. Swings it to Wart. Wart moves left with it. Shovels it back to Hatch. Hatch, little dribble drive. Backs it up. Good ball control there in the corner to Graham. Graham goes baseline, hooks it back out. Bernard's 17-footer short. Off Combs. Graham picks it up and lays it in. Keenan Graham's just standing there. Combs lost the rebound right into Graham's hands. That was the right place, right moment. It was. That's And Keenan has a knack for that. You know, you have to move to be in the right place a lot of times, and Keenan's always moving. Evenson on the left wing with it. He'll drive on Bernard's. Kick to Combs. Combs, drive. Runs into Bernard's, loses it, and it's Warrior basketball out of bounds. Good job by Jake holding his position there, letting Combs initiate that contact, not sliding over and trying to take it away. And Combs lost his balance when he hit the offensive tackle slash defensive tackle. <laughs> He's got a big enough body. He doesn't need to contort himself midair right. to where they call that a body foul. High post, Graham. And he's fouled as he tries to move across the lane. with That it. is a body foul. Yeah. That is five team fouls on the Tigers. Both teams with five. Shockley's first foul. Covito back into the game as well as Booth. And uh, I think Warren coming back in. Evenson out. And uh, just uh, Morovich in for big guys now along with Combs. Graham triggers it in to Hatch on top. George's given him some good minutes tonight. Hasn't turned it over. Has just played good defense. They go into Wart. Wart to the post. Dumps it down low to uh, Bernard's. Would have been two, but they called the foul on the dish. That's, that was a really pretty pass there. He got between the layers. They all crashed to him right down to right And it's down one of those Jake. things that if you try to finish that with a shot, you might get the offensive foul as you extend to the rim. Instead, yeah. he dumps it down to the baseline. Would have been a wide-open layup. Yep, 16 fouls. Right move by Josh. Josh's playmaking is very underrated out of the post. Graham lobs out to Wart. Wart drives left. Corner, three for Logan. No good. Bernard's with a great rebound on the weak side. Turns. Goes up. He's fouled. No, they're going to get him for a travel. Travel before the foul on Combs. Combs reached in and got wrist. But Bernard shuffled those feet down there. I think he wanted to kick the ball out initially. There was nobody there. And then realized, hey, maybe I can get a shot off. Didn't have his footwork quite down. Combs, Warriors up seven. Gives it to Quavito, popping out. Quavito on Graham. Starts to drive, cut off by Keenan. Gets it to Morovich. 
to Warren. Warren, short jumper, no good. Graham tips, Morovich gets the rebound, puts it up with the right hand and hooks it in. Got to control that defensive glass. Five-point game again. Warriors up 35-30. Graham on the wing, back to Grove. They go down low to Wart. Wart steps through, left hand up. He's fouled, no call. He's questioning where the call is, but it happens up by the rim. It's hard to see sometimes. The entire Amity section plus Scott is questioning where the, where the Down foul low, Graham is. with a steal on Combs trying to make an entry pass off the drive. Graham, I don't know how many steals Keenan has. It's got to be five tonight. Grove, right corner three, strong. Quavito with the rebound, spins away from Grove, or from uh, Hatch, weaves his way up, Grove cuts him off, he's at the elbow, down low, saved, and then thrown out of bounds by uh, Morovich, he was trying to save it, threw it right between Graham's hands and out of bounds, Keenan talking to the student section over here, I think he might know Hellman, down there, the quarterback, they're chatting a little bit, Keenan knows everybody. Everybody knows Keenan. Everybody knows Keenan. Warrior basketball up five with the ball. Watcherson feeds a nice job to Wart. Wart lays it up and in. That was a great pass by Watcherson. Robbie, go ahead on that. Went over two guys, if nothing else, too. The, the entry passes have been a lot better in the second half. They're, they've been a little bit more creative, but they've been able to get the ball to him in the post. If you go Watcherson to feed from the three-point line to Ward, it puts a lot of pressure on the defense because you can't sag on Isaac. Exactly. Teams will find that out as this year goes along. There's a drive by Morovich, leaves it for Patterson. He's doubled down low, finally gets it out of there as he's falling to the ground. Booth with it. Booth, drive, up, oh, gets it to Morovich. Morovich runs into Graham. Keenan did a great job of holding his position. I thought he leaned a little bit, didn't get the call. Might have flopped a little bit. Too. Part of that is because Morovich is not that smooth with the ball in his hands. A no. big guy driving, he's not as smooth as Wart, so it doesn't look like Graham did anything wrong in there. No. Warriors end up with uh, a loose ball foul called against Klatskanai. It's going to be on uh, Warren, his third foul. Seventh team foul puts Watcherson to the line to shoot one and one. 4.33 remaining fourth quarter. Warriors have five team fouls and a seven-point lead. They're just kind of holding Klatskanai at bay, yeah. it feels like. Well, in a game Neither like this. Neither team really has momentum right now. But it's a seven-point lead in this game is like a 12- or 13-point lead in yeah. a normal game. Yeah. I mean, it's it, this lead is significant in that it's the biggest lead of the game for the Warriors, too. And yeah. Watchers had a chance to add to that. Short. Rebound. Morovich. Got to make those free throws, boys. Watcherson was two for two before that miss. Combs, the drive, pulls up, pushed off a little, misses. Rebound, Morovich. I think Watcherson might have blocked that, that shot with his elbow going back up. Wart clears it. Gets it to Grove. Grove crosses over. Scott telling him to slow down. Yeah, back out to Graham. If Scott understands this seven-point game with this kind of an offensive output is a big lead. Take your time. Wart picks up the loose miss by Grove and lays it up and in. Athletic rebound put back by Josh Wart there. He really can contort in the air. And nine-point lead now for the Warriors. Him and Graham are two of the best in the state at doing that, just midair. Block Combs has his shot blocked by Wart. There's a throw out to Josh. Josh will flush it with two hands. Josh Wart throwing it down, and he deserved it. He got the block at the three-point line and then leaked out. And the pass ahead by Grove, thrown down with authority by the junior post. Pavito, Warriors starting to expand their lead now. There's a block by Hatch. Watcherson picks it up. He's on the drive, leaves it for Graham, pulls up for three. It's left. Rebound, Quavito. 
Grove right up on him. Quavito. And they're going to get a timeout taken by Coach Rogers. 41-30. Warriors up. 3-12 left to go. Fourth quarter, Robbie. That would have been a big a big swing of momentum. That would have gotten the bowl really rolling if he would have knocked that one down. Up 11. It's, it's a for the dagger. League. That's a dagger that, shot. That would have been a dagger, yes. Yep. And, now, uh, it's not a dagger because there's still three minutes left. Right. And Klatskanai is explosive. They were down, I think it was 14 going in the fourth quarter in their first-round matchup against Burns here last year for boys and still won the game. I, they're explosive. But that just momentum-wise, that would have been gigantic. <clears throat> what, what changes your ability to be explosive is your confidence. And your confidence is, is hard to maintain when you shoot a three and you get it blocked. It gets in your head. Yes. I, I've been there. I remember my, my first time shooting a three-pointer um, after a college practice as a freshman. And, you know, in practice, you know, we weren't doing any three-point shooting. We were doing all kinds of conditioning. So we finally were playing a game of 21, me and two other guys. And one of them is a senior. And the uh, first three-pointer I put up, he swatted back to half court. I'd never <laughs> seen me do that to me before. Combs with the ball. Kicks it over to Warren on the right angle. Skip pass. To, more, to uh, Evenson into the game. He spins, goes with the left hand, no good. Ball's loose. Wart had it knocked away by Warren. Good hustle by him, but it's Warrior basketball. Their offense is starting to get a little desperate. It, it is. You're getting guys taking shots that really aren't in their wheelhouse. And, and it's starting, and they're starting to move. The, the ball isn't moving as much. It's not easy to maintain that um, over the whole game. No. Any adrenaline you had to start the game has long since subsided. Grove backs out. Beats Evenson off the dribble, kicks it to Hatch, on top to Graham. Warriors running some clock here. Notice the zone is no more. Well, you can't yeah, because the Warriors could just run it out against the zone. So you've got to expand that to a man-to-man. Graham hands off to Grove. Grove goes behind his back, splits the defense, down low to Wart. Wart lays it up. No call. He was fouled. No call there. Evenson uh, corralled by uh, Moravich, finds it, gets it to Combs. Wart's had... Uh, some problems finishing so far this year, but we know that'll work itself out as the year goes on. He has a bad shoulder for quite a while. Morovich uh, gets it to Evenson, and Evenson with the drive with the left hand lays it up. It's a nine-point game with 2.03 to go. Graham in the corner to Hatch. Nobody on him. Down low to Wart. Wart works against the double with the left hand. Hooks it up short. Ball loose to... Covito, Covito runs into Graham. Graham leaned on that one. Yeah, he he did. did. Yeah. He was trying to draw the charge and just realized Covito was going to get around him and lean that shoulder out. But it's okay. It prevents the lay-in, forces them to take the ball out of bounds. That's a good foul by Keenan, actually. Allows you to set up the defense. Yep. Because Covito was getting to the, was probably getting to the layup there. He was moving. And on top, Morovich kicks it to Combs, three-pointer, no good. Watcherson with an excellent board on the weak side. Good length for Isaac. Had good position. Held it. Grove with a minute 36. They got to extend. They need to start fouling is what they need to do if they want a chance to win this. Graham with it. I'd foul Keenan personally if I were them. Warriors run the weave. We've got a foul as uh, Patterson tried to get in the way of the weave and knock the ball loose. It'll put Grove on the line to shoot one and one. I don't think Grove has scored in this game. Uh, but I was telling you before the game how impressed I've been. He understands what it means to be a point guard. Yeah. He doesn't care if he scores. He's a classic, point, classic yep. point guard. You could see that coming last year. You could. You could see it in JV and now in varsity with more talent around him. Makes his free throw. Uh, you do not evaluate your point guard based on uh, statistics the same way you do maybe a big no. guy or, or even a wing. No. 
handling the ball, controlling the tempo, making the right pass, resetting things. He's a really level-headed kid. This is a free throw. Watcherson almost had it. Couldn't hang on to it. Yeah, he's very mature for being a sophomore. Yes. Even as a freshman, he was head and shoulders. True. You guys saw him. He practiced up with you guys a lot, oh, yeah. right? Swung no, up. He did every day. He was, yep. Yeah. You got a chance to see it firsthand. It was really fun when I was playing scout team last year to play with him because yeah. he, running pick and rolls with him. He makes you he, look good. He made me look fantastic. You roll. You have the ball in stride with yes. good timing. We've seen that. He had a drive over. If I could, OES. if I could hit an open layup, I would have been starting. I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he had a pass, a drive, and a dish over at OES that was just, I, you know, <clears throat> there's only so much description you can give something to to really paint the picture, but um, he. Drove, split the defense, drew defenders to him. Two guys came across as he got down on the left hand and took the, the right hand, wrapped the pass around behind the defender and delivered a bounce pass to Ward who was cutting to the basket for the layup. He's I played mean, so much basketball, beautiful. especially with these guys. He just knows where things are going to be when. And this, this, I guess they're juniors now. This yeah. junior class with, with Keenan and Josh and the sophomore class, they, they play basketball the right way. And they have since middle school. And, and when they are next year, especially when they're all matured, it's going to be a really beautiful sight to see. And, and this You can year, see glimpses of it now. And yes. by the end of this year, I think we're going to see, by the time regular season rolls around, I think this team has a chance to be really dominant. Yes. Um, there's a little bit of growth because Watcherson and Grove really getting their first varsity and have a lot of their first varsity, varsity experience. Kicking the corner. Booth for three. No good. Graham with another rebound. Just that length of Keenan and Isaac and Josh is tough to deal with. I mean, Cody's on the roster, so you have two seniors. But but Jake is really your only senior that's seen varsity action. Yep. The, everyone else is sophomores and juniors. Logan you know. Grove with a drive and a score, 44-22. And there's Watcherson with a steal, and he is fouled. It's a similar story to, to the Klatskanite girls last year. It's a very similar story to that. Yep. The difference is, is that um, the Klatskanite girls play against, um, they have that dominant athlete uh, that other teams don't know how to deal with. Yeah. And Josh is a dominant athlete. The teams know how to deal with that at the boys' level, 3A. They've played against guys like that in their club ball and stuff at bigger schools, uh, and they know they know how to combat that. Now, that means you give something up when you take it away. Yeah. You, we have to learn how to exploit what they give up. Yeah. The, sur the surrounding cast is going to be what's going to make the team. Yeah. Well, we talked about it. The ability of Watcherson to knock down threes and Grove to hit the spot up three. And Dissler's, uh, defense. Dissler's defense and his three and D out there. Cody Dyke into the game. Speaking of. Yeah. And Keenan Graham's everything. He just does it all, doesn't he? Tonight had three threes. Steals, rebounds. There's a drive and a score by Clavito, and he'll draw a foul. Is that on Cody? We're count the basket. Josh yep. Cody's in the stat book. Yeah, he is. There's different ways to get in there. I, that was my favorite way. Uh, you got in there quick with that. Sometimes <laughs> you got in and then back out of the game that way. I could do it really efficiently, you know. Quickly. Well, the clock doesn't run after you foul, you know, so you can get exactly. ready to foul again. Pavito <laughs> makes a three-point play. Warriors get the ball into Grove. They try to trap him. He splits it. Drives. Kicks to Josh. Sets it back up to Keenan. Down to Cody Dyke on the left wing. Dyke fakes, drives, dishes to Grove. Lays it up. Short foul. Nice pass by Cody there. 32.1 yeah, seconds to go. 11-point game. Um, 
this is one of those situations where I think Coach Rogers is trying to prepare his team like don't treat this like a 10-point lead, 11-point lead. Treat this like it's a three-point game defensively. Yep. How do we want to attack it? Exactly. That's As a coach, that's what you do in these moments of these games early in the season. You try to prepare your team for a, a similar situation, but more important, later in the year. Yep. Because they'll be in situations. This is a good enough team. They'll be in situations like this later in the season. Where it's really tight down the stretch, and you need to, you need to force a turnover exactly. or commit a foul immediately or something. Especially against Rainier. Yeah. Rainier is another really good team in their league. Grove misses the second one, and the rebound taken down by Evenson. 30 seconds. Evenson drives, dishes, combs for three. Hasn't hit one all night until now. If he had hit some of those earlier, this might have been a little different feel to this game. Warriors up nine. We've got a timeout taken by Coach Nelson as the Warriors struggle to get the ball in. And this is one where Scott will take the time now to say, okay, got some guys in the game that haven't played a lot of minutes together. Here's, here's how we deal with this full-court pressure trying to get the ball inbounds after a made basket. Not to mention it's only a nine-point game. I mean, it, it, there's 16 seconds. I'm not – I'm just saying. If this is the NBA, there's an outside chance. High school level, teams don't get shots off very quickly. <laughs> if it was a five-point game, two-possession game maybe, three-possession yeah, yeah. game is pretty tough. Yeah. But um, – but this is a class kind of team played hard. Never turn the lights off until it's time to turn them off. I agree. Wart still on the floor. So that tells you what. Uh, and this might be just a matter of, of Scott wanting to run something here involving Josh getting open here. Right there. They throw long to Josh <laughs> as he releases. He'll take it in and lay it up and in. Oh, he, he was going to dunk that, but he, he bobbled it. it. Ooh, technical. Yep, that's on, on Josh. Josh. What did he, he was, do? He, he was clapping to number 11. They've been chitter-chatting all game, and he's, he was finally letting 11 hear it on the way back. And, and Scott will have a conversation about that. Just yeah, Scott's not happy at all. Right, he'll have a conversation with Josh about that. It's like, the, that goes, the fans are all clapping for Josh right now, but but that's that's not yep, an admirable That's act. what Scott's doing right now is he's yep. talking to Josh and saying, I don't care if the fans are clapping or not, that is you got to maintain your composure regardless of the score in the game what if it's a double t what if yep. you get hit twice bang bang yep or if you've already had one in the game and your emotions get a lot of control now you're missing the next game exactly get ejected exactly combs hits a pair of free throws josh we've talked about josh a very emotional kid but he's got to be he's got to learn how to keep those limitations on that emotion exactly the great thing about this is he'll listen to this Yes, <laughs> I know. We'll put this up on the website this weekend. He'll listen to it probably Sunday or something, and he knows. And then he'll see me on Monday, and he'll be like, I know, Mr. I, I was telling literally my one job on the team last year was just to play babysitter for Josh sometimes when he, <laughs> when he, when he would get hot or something. And he'd literally be walking back to the huddle, yeah. and i just, calm down. Calm it down. Is, it is a fine line between being extremely competitive and being out of control. Right. It is a very it's, fine line. And, and, you know, as a coach, you want your athletes to play kind of up to that line where they're still under control, but but close, you know, like under control, but not by a long way. Tyler right? Parr and Devin McShane had that down perfectly. Yeah. Guys guys like Wes Streeter sometimes would get a little bit offline. You get a little past the control part. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. 
which which that's a better problem than never rising to the occasion. Exactly. No, as a coach, you you like to have to bring your player back down a little bit in their intensity level. Exactly. Um, but basketball, because like baseball, in a lot of ways, um, that emotion is only good up to a point, and then it becomes detrimental. Yeah. Combs jacks up a three, no good. Rebound inside. Warren kicks it back out. Booth can't get a shot off. Good job by Grove, and that's going to do it. Final score, Warriors win this one, 49-40. to 40. Good win for the Warriors on the road against a team that played a good zone defense, had good length inside. We're going to take a quick break. Be right back with some final scoring totals for you right here on KLYC 1260 AM. Whether you are starting a new project or just in need of repairs, call the experts at McMullen Electric. McMullen will make sure that the job gets done right and at a fair price. You can trust this locally owned and operated company to treat you as a valuable client no matter what size the job. McMullen has nothing but five-star reviews from HomeAdvisor. It simply doesn't get any better than that. McMullen Electric proudly serves its customers with pride, integrity, and attention to the details that matter most to you. Call today to get your electrical needs met, 503-435-9487. All right, Warrior fans, another win for the Warriors. They moved to 4-0, the number two ranked team in the state. And uh, it was Josh Ward, Keenan Graham doing the, the dirty work tonight. Ward was 17, Graham was 16. Uh, Graham, both ends of the floor, really the do-it-all, jack-of-all-trades out there. Played defense, got on the floor for the ball when it was loose several times. Um, drew an offensive foul, got offensive rebound putbacks. Just the complete package that Keenan Graham brings to the floor. Logan Grove with four Dissler with two, Watcherson with four, Bernards with two, Hatch with two, kind of filling that out. Uh, Josh playing on the edge of the emotion side a little bit. Guys like to talk smack to him. Yep. Um, and it's the world's worst kept secret that if you <laughs> that if you start talking to Josh Ward, you can start to get underneath him just a little bit. Yep. And he's got to learn how to let let his game and the scoreboard do the talking. Yep. Completely. Yep. Uh, and that last one was he was going to dunk that. They had that play set up. He was down underneath their basket on the full court inbound. He acted like kind of set a screen and then peeled off and took off down the floor. The pass was good. He got a little ahead of himself, bobbled the ball a little bit. That allowed Warren to catch up and force him to put up a lay-in, which he made. And then my guess is Warren said something to the fact that I thought you were going to dunk it, huh? Just enough. If you have a brother, you know how this goes. You know, if older brother, little brother thing, you know, there's always that little like, yeah, I know how to push your button. Yep. And Warren knew, and, and Josh said something, kind of clapped at him or something back, and that was enough to get him teed up. I noticed the clapping. I didn't, I didn't see any. T- I also didn't look at it until I saw the, you know, clapping motion. But any response whatsoever, and that kind of said, it's going to. The officials the are refs never see the first one. Yeah. They always see the retaliation. Yeah, exactly. Platts and I led by uh, Evenson, Dawson Evenson, uh, 6'5", senior with 14 points. Covito had eight for them, and they got uh, seven out of Jakari Combs. But most of that, that three-pointer coming late. And, and um, that's good defense by Keenan Graham there. Keenan was outstanding man-to-man defense on yes. Combs. Combs is a good athlete, uh, explosive type of player. So let's talk about the state of 3A basketball. Okay. So let's talk first San Am Christian, who coming into this season I think was probably the favorite um, they pro- they had the most talent coming back. They really did. So what's going on with San Diego Christian? So first quarter of their first game against uh, uh, De La Salle. Marquee matchup to start the season over at Western Mennonite. He went down in the first quarter, very awkwardly landed. I've talked to his brother. Sounds like it's a torn ACL. If it's a torn ACL, he, he's done. 
Yeah. I mean, there is no no coming back. And and for those that follow three of basketball, it is lightning striking twice. Yeah. Because his brother Zach yep. was the best player in the state last year and went down early, and it it shent shock shockwaves oh, yeah. across the state. Yep. Uh, it didn't take more than ten minutes for everybody in the state to hear about it. <laughs> um, so there's that. Uh, their big guy Joe McQuaidicho, I'm friends with, hurt his ankle. He's out for a couple weeks. So they're they're dealing with some injuries there. They're a top three team in the state talent wise, even without Baher. Yeah. But they're they're not as ironclad. They're not as you know the per, the, the, well, and if at you don't, the top. For those who don't know, Josh Bauer played point guard for them at six six six. Not seven. a very natural point guard, but but effective because effective. he's so long. He's a very good passer. Not a not a not an explosive ball handler, but so long and such a good passer and and really high IQ basketball yes. player. Uh, made his teammates all around him better. Easily one of the top three players in the state. Absolutely. It, it's him, Wart, and, and Saudi were the top three in the state. I don't think anyone would argue that. So as we look at the rankings, uh, Amity was number two coming into this game. They won't drop. Uh, they might drop, actually, because of how low Klatskanai is ranked right now. Yeah. Later in the year, that'll that'll work itself Should out. Should even itself out. Right. Klatskanai is probably win. first through third in their league. They're, they're you know, they're somewhere gonna be, they're in They're going to be a mix. top 12 team by the time the state's... They're going to make the playoffs. Yeah. That's a playoff team right there. What about Umatilla? What do you know about them? Uh, they come I know, in as a top-ranked team right now at 4-0. I know they they got a kid from Hermiston who's a pretty good shooter. Uh, other than that, it's Umatilla. They've I mean, been a physical, scrappy team for years. They, they're, they've always been good. They have a good culture there. They're they're always well-coached. They always play within their bound. They're always a good team. It's yeah. Umatilla. Yeah. So they just it, haven't had the talent. Yes, and it, it sounds like they got a they got a dude. It sounds like I haven't seen him play yet. I haven't right. seen any film on him. I'll see him eventually. So for right now, having them at number one, I mean, it's the rankings. So sure. it, it, you know, no one looks at the football rankings in weeks no, in week no. one and thinks okay. So I mean, it'll be interesting. Are they probably the best team over East? No one over East looks that great right now. Um, but but it's also we're two weeks in the season, so who exactly. knows? Exactly. They're they're going to be at the top of their league. They'll probably they'll be a top eight seed probably whether they win their league or not. So Umatilla being, you know, they'll, they'll be a good team. And a lot of it right now this time of the year, you know, <clears throat> you schedule these games sometimes a couple years ahead of time in terms of being in a tournament or whatever. Oh yeah, we'll come to your tournament yeah. for the next couple of years. Yeah. Umatilla just hosted a tournament if I'm not mistaken. And then, yeah, uh, but what happens with that is that you, you know. Because you make that schedule sometimes a ways out, you don't even know who you're going to play sometimes in that tournament until they match you up. You're not really sure how that's going to affect early in the season. You could get a pretty cupcake-type schedule the first couple of tournaments you play in. Um, You know, not all tournaments are going to have four quality teams or eight quality teams in them. Uh, Now, when we go to the Salem Academy one, usually there's some pretty good teams there. Uh, They do a good job of putting that together. Um, Just real quick, some other teams, uh, give me, like, one sentence. Sutherland. Know anything? Uh, I, I know that they had a coaching change. That's all I know. And the, and the coach they had, pretty darn good. Okay. So it, that's interesting. That was two cents, maybe three. Okay. Dayton. Ron Hopp. Okay. He's 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 going to get them to play defense. They are gonna, else. They're going to be good. Riverside. Don't know anything. Okay. Cresswell. Uh, they have a really good backcourt. Okay. Uh, and then let's wrap it up with a couple of teams that uh, we're going to be seeing uh, in our league. Salem Academy. Dark Horse Coos Bay team. Okay. Uh, and De La Salle North Catholic. George Sadie. George Sadie needs Sadie. help. Okay. That's that's one sentence. George Sadie needs help. All right. They looked good against against Sandy Am Christian. They took the lead after Barher went down. They looked good. But he needs help. At, at times it looks like Sadie on five. Now they, <laughs> now they got the kid from Catlin Gable. I can't remember his name. The kid that went down. 
he transferred over to De La Salle, and he's a talent. I but he didn't. I didn't know who he was until I looked it up after the game because he didn't jump off the uh, jump off the court to me. Yeah. So if De La Salle can find that second horse, I mean they're very well coached. Sure. And and they're and Saudi is a heck of a talent. So if they can find if they can fine tune the rest of the group, they're in the they're in the top of the dogs. Yep. But and that's why I've been saying this a couple of days now, in terms of totality, Amity's up there. If they can stay healthy, totality, Amity's up there. Right. So that, if that's your look at the state, that's it. All right. Thank you, Robbie. And thanks for helping me out tonight. I appreciate it, folks. We're going to call that a night from here. Warriors pick up the win, 49-40 over the Klatskanai Tigers on the road. Uh, next game is Wednesday at Rainier. I might be at that game. All right. Well, maybe we'll see you there. Uh, that's it for us tonight. Thank you, folks. Have a great night, everybody. Transitions in life. Sometimes it's difficult. One of the biggest transitions is when a loved one leaves us. Macy and Son is there for you. A trusted friend for five generations in Yamhill County. At that time, you will have lots of questions and need someone to walk with you every step of the way. Burial or cremation and a myriad of options, now including aqua cremations. Let Macy and Son walk that journey with you. Macy and Son McMinnville. Five generations helping with funeral and family needs. Looking to buy or sell a home or some other piece of real estate? Call local realtor Becky Mather with EXP Realty LLC and the Welcome Home Team. As your trusted advisor, Becky is ready to walk with you through every stage of your real estate journey. Let Becky Mather help you make a real estate slam dunk. You can reach her at 971-241-2997. That's 971-241-2997. Becky Mather and EXP Realty. Nobody wants to be in a car accident, but it can happen to even the most careful drivers. And when it does, you need the best in auto body repairs. You need to come see Stairs Auto Body. Curtis Stairs works on all makes and models, guaranteeing quality and satisfaction every time. He will work with all insurance companies to ensure a quality repair for every customer. Stairs Auto Body, located behind Lums Motors on Highway 99 in McMinnville, a proud supporter of Warrior Athletics. Tacos Burros is an authentic Mexican taqueria. Francisco makes tacos and burritos by order, fresh right in front of your eyes. Even the salsa red.